pair spent a night in jail. <laughs> you know, it's a bit Bollywood dance choreographer. Oh, the weirdest thing I've wiped over is definitely. Imagine, imagine if I had new fans from QI watching this. <laughs> My family made these, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> Look at me now. Look at me now. Are you looking? Good. So I want to address something you said to me just before we started rolling. Yeah. You told me that <laughs> you'd had a wank in every place you've ever worked. <laughs> There's real context to this conversation. <laughs> Were you, weren't you paid for to do have a word? <laughs> yeah. By work that self was a bit sticky. By <laughs> yeah. workplace, I mean non-comedy related. Okay. Right. So no podcast. It's, it's a lot of spiky mic venues. Though, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. Fucking sticky mic venues. Baby Blue in London or whatever it is. I am. Um, yeah. So every single place I've worked in, and it must be what? Nine, maybe 10 offices in my time. Okay. That's I've had a wank in every single one. But, 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 why? <laughs> why though? It's just, a it's just the fucking sexual chemistry in the office, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, oh, financial information, yes, please. Um, it's just, uh, it's just a lull in the day. You know what working day is like. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, got nothing to do, no meetings. Could do this work, can't be asked. Need to be here. Gonna have a wank. I'm so scared to watch you do an hour set now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just a bit of a lull about 38 minutes in where it gets really weird. Fuck an hour, just come to a 20 minute set and see yeah. how many times I have a wank. Do you? Were you like excited that you were being paid for it? Is that like add to the thrill? Uh, do you know what? I never thought about it to be honest. <laughs> no. Because I wasted so much time. I was bad at all my jobs. In my, my two major jobs, both in the bank, I was made redundant from both of them. Will that tell you? Redundant doesn't mean that, though, does it? It kind of means does. you can't afford it. If they really want to, look, if you've ever been made redundant, they're like, oh, we've just written out the job. They, if they wanted you, they would have kept you. They would have found yeah. a way to keep you. But I was very, very quickly on the list every time. I've got a, uh, an amazing story of a guy that got made redundant. So I used to be a barber, and one of the lads, uh, I was doing his hair, and he told me about his mate. And they got me, they How made long him did you quit barbering? Uh, about a year ago now. Yeah, it shows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I knew that was coming as well. <laughs> Fucking hack! Look at you. Um, he hack bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, this guy got made redundant, um, and he obviously sometimes you get like redundancy pay for that you like a week's wage for every year you've worked there you worked there for like 20 years so they paid him like fucking 50 grand to make him redundant he went on like an around the world trip um just fucking he split up his, his girlfriend and all that good stuff and thought i've not got a job now all i'm just gonna go stuff. and travel <laughs> yeah uh so he goes i'm just gonna travel travels for a year barley all that good stuff and then comes back and they haven't replaced him yet at the job so they come back to him and go listen we've tried to replace you we can't you were the best at your job we kind of want you back and he's gone, right, well, if you want me back, I want to do four days and I want a pay increase because now I know how much you want me. Yeah. And they gave him 50 grand to fuck off for a year, came back and gave him a oh, pay. That is sick. Mate, he's living the dream. That is a good way to do it. <laughs> but also, redundancy isn't too bad because if you do get a decent package, like both times that I got made redundant from my job, they were decent packages and they just managed, enabled me to do lots of good things with it. So yeah. it's not all bad. Yeah. Were you waiting for it? Were you, were you wanting it? Like the redundancy always? The second I time I was. The first time it came as a bit of a shock. Yeah. I, saw, I was just started smiling because I just imagined you caught in the cubicle with your pants around your ankles. Sorry, was made redundant. You Sorry, no, no, no. I don't need to put the pants around my ankles. Just get out what you need. <laughs> so I just. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's something about Mary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> get out what you need. Get it done. Crack and beans. <laughs> I was trying to think of the photos. Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> Do you have my baseball? <laughs> so sorry, I interrupted you. you said the first time it was quite unexpected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time around the time of the financial. Well, it shouldn't have been unexpected because it was the financial crisis. But uh, the week before they'd sacked on the spot seven bankers, no redundancy, just sacked seven. And I went to the bosses at HR and I was like, look, should us, the junior bankers, we're 13 of us, should we be worried? And they're like, no, 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 you're fine. And then Friday, 4.30, they send an email saying, come to a meeting at 7.30 in the morning on Monday, turn up, go to a room, and there's envelopes on the table. And they're like, right, you've all been made redundant. Your package is in the envelope. Any questions can be sent to us afterwards. You've got half an hour to get your stuff and leave. I'm coming to get you, yes. big brother. Yeah. <laughs> Say your goodbyes. Just, just that's, running across. that's devastating. Just being told there's an envelope, no discussion, nothing. Yeah, yeah. You're just fucking. When you yeah. said that, I thought of the scene in the Simpsons movie when he's like, I pick number three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was elected to read as a lead or some shit like that. Yeah, um, yeah and after that, I just kind of I walked home, which was from, I worked in Central London Mayfair, back to Essex, about five hours. Yeah, just to process. Just to process. I was like, fucking hell. Were you what doing the- comedy at the time? No. No, so you didn't even like... And then after that, get this, I pretended for two months that I still had my job. <laughs> to your family or just yeah, to yourself? To my I was going to say, like, to myself, yeah. wakes up every day, puts a suit <laughs> yeah, yeah. on, sits on his bed. Yeah. <laughs> Spend his days wanking in McDonald's. I put, yeah, I put a suit on every day and just, you know, I was like, mommy, I'm going to work. I got on the bus. Oh, nightmare. I was just too embarrassed to admit that I got made redundant. Yeah, well, that's, I genuinely don't think that's embarrassing, though. Getting fired is like, you know, that's the... But they, they paid you to leave. Yeah, yeah, but I'm Asian. That's, right, yeah, that's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only just noticed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just in case you don't know. 40 bits of car food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's why it was fucking embarrassing. Oh, yeah, you already weren't a doctor. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And now you're a nothing. Now, now I'm a nothing. What was the banker? What, what like, that sounds... I was funny. a private banker, so I did wealth management for celebrities. Ooh. Oh, fancy stuff. It's very fancy, though. Lots of footballers, actors, actresses, and that kind of stuff. Who was the biggest knobhead you you met? Knobhead? Yeah. Cheryl Cole. (laughs) Really? Seriously, yeah. 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 Oh, horrible. You mean Cheryl? Oh, Cheryl. Oh, yeah, she's dropped Cheryl, whatever the fuck her name is. Oh, dead name. Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Dead> <laughs> <name>. <laughs> yeah, Cheryl. She uh, she was just like proper diva-ish. Really? And then her passport photo, she looked so scummy. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, was, it, was it pre-X factor? Yeah, yeah it was yeah, pre. Yeah. And she, you just like, oh, Got you're taken horrible. It yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. It was like one of those pictures you see going into a Newcastle nightclub because they've scanned it. And she just looked fucking... <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Horrendous. She was just a horrible person. Did Big you have much interaction with her? Yeah, fair. Like, it was like one, one, maybe two meetings. Yeah. And she was just like... That's why you had a wank in every workplace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I can't do it. Do you have to <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of money. <laughs> That was horrendous. <laughs> you yeah. ever had a wank at work? Yes. Okay, good, cool story. Yeah, good. Now we have that chat. No follow up necessary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, why do you think I got sacked? Um, <laughs> we ran out of wax. <laughs> what, uh, what, job, what job were you in? I was a barber, wasn't I? Oh, yeah. That makes it worse because you're then handling people's hair afterwards with your yeah. cummy hands. Yeah, yeah. I didn't well, wash Don't worry, it's right. just wax, mate. <laughs> 
that's the joke I made, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Ago, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get it now, don't you? <laughs> but that is disgusting. Yeah, sometimes, like you say, there's a bit of a quiet day. I disagree. Oh, I've done it once and it was functional though. It wasn't for sexual. It wasn't like you work from was, home a lot though. No, this was this was like it was functional. I was working in a shop at the time, and I just there, uh, I just started seeing me missus, who I'm with now, and we were like, she was coming round to ours, like every night, and we were like, it was. I don't want to sound like they're cheesy, but we were like up to like five in the morning just talking, but we. We'd only just started seeing. So you just each other. wank instead. Well, there was there was there was no. <laughs> Fucking, they were just talking. We, we weren't we weren't shagging. We okay. would, but the, we were just like things were getting a bit hot and heavy. So I was getting all this build up because we were talking till like five in the morning. I'd sleep. I'd wake up. I'd go to work. I had no. T- I didn't wank for like a week, but I was getting all this like build up. This build up. I started getting lower back what? pains. I was like in agony like that. I was working in a shop. I was on the shop but floor. What were you talking about? Well, no, it, it wasn't just the conversation. It was just him begging and was, her refusing. There was, there was a lot of heavy petting and stuff. Like we heavy like, petting? Like, yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> heavy petting? Like we're in a city zoo. It was like, it was dry hump central, basically. That was right. what was happening. Oh, I miss a, a dry hump. Have you had a dry hump? What today? Have you ever had a dry <laughs> hump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love a dry hump. Oh, it was like it was pretty much we had sex, but you used their leggings. As so, a condom. but what, if you don't mind me asking, why didn't you have sex? It just—I think we've got no game. No, it was—it was. It was <laughs> uh, that's correct, as you can tell by the way I'm describing the story. But within that week, we we were like already friends and stuff, and I think she just didn't want to do it in the first week. Like it was like a serious thing straight away because we were like already friends beforehand for a right. while. Right. So it wasn't just like a. You know, we'd only just met and so, uh, or anything like so that. So, over what time period was these co- were these conversations happening? Like, five, I'd say five days. I'd say Monday. I know how days work. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Craig David, eh? Looking for a drink on Tuesday. We we'll drive home on Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> and on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Liam Max at work. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was functional though because I was getting lower back pains and I was looking <clears> it up and it was like blue balls. It's like an actual medical thing. I thought it was just like a bullshit thing. It's a medical thing. And it said that the only cure is immediate release. So it's You sound like you've rehearsed this. I love that. <laughs> you know what? I love that he had lower back pain. He was like, it could be my kidney or maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a wank. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a bloke response. <laughs> Cured it. Oh, my foot's swollen. Oh, I'll wake it up. <laughs> Can't be gout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the picture of health, me. Look at me. I've not even had wine this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never forgiven myself. I for fucking it. love that. I had lower back pain, so I wanked it off. The worst. It was in a shop though, like so. There was no. It wasn't like a cubicle situation or a men's toilet and a women's toilet. It was just one toilet for everyone. And I felt what really kind of shop was it? That. I worked in Jackhammer. Like we're so close. For that's my Twitter man. profile, Giacomo athlete. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, I used to work there. That's sick. Mate, best discount I ever had in my life. How big was the cubicle? Discount. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair question, yeah. isn't it? Not like these H and M things yeah. where you fucking can't even put your top on. Do you know, I genuinely clean up the shop floor of a night, and I'd go in the changing rooms. I imagine I'd if you were wanking, you were. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you yeah. I'd go in the changing rooms, and I'd find like empty Greg's wrappers and stuff, and I'd be like, "Boys, you're letting the side down. Like, yeah. d- don't." Live to the stereotype. <laughs> why no, you, but it's great. Why are you, why are you trying on clothes and eating a sausage roll? Why is this happening? 
I remember walking into a Zara once looking for, for some trousers, and as I was looking through the trousers, this guy sauntered up to me like he was on fucking Queer Eye or something. <laughs> and he had some on clothes on the other arm, walked up to him and goes, the largest waist size we have is 32. And just walked off. And I was like, you fucking... Yeah. He was right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the point though, is it? It's just, it's just the way he sorted up to me. Like, we're not, you're not going to find anything. <laughs> One of our pals went into Hollister once and he had a similar sort of thing. He put on like fucking 36 inch jeans and they were just fucking, they were not fitting. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they were like a 28. Yeah. And he said, have you got these in like a, a 40 inch? And the guy just went, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I got angry because I was like, my family made these, bitch. <laughs> so don't be sassy with me. I can make one phone call and get them made, dickhead. I used to get proper stressed about, like, getting clothes and stuff. It's, 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 I'm, I'm not trying to fucking cry for the fat man, do you know what I mean? I've done it to myself, but I used to hate shopping for clothes and working in Jackamore was just a godsend because everything fit. Yeah. Discount up to the eyeballs. It I, is I tricky because I don't know if you've ever had this. Where you go into a shop and the first thing you ask them is, "What's the largest size you've got in this?" Yeah, you that? yeah, yeah. Not I so much anymore because of all the body positivity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that That's one useful thing about. I do that in a brass house. <laughs> do you? Yeah, yeah, of course you fucking do. <laughs> you do. He does look like the white me, though, doesn't he? Liam? Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah actually, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. Fuck's sake! Yeah. It's like if you put. It's Adam, me thinking I'm, I've got original looks. Adam, you, me. It's like the stages of evolution of men. <laughs> 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 Liam Akbar. <Yeah. laughs> I, I have a uniform as well. I just rock a check shirt and yeah, a no, it's good. T shirt. It's like a good. Uniform, I like it, man. Just interchange. Yeah, he's got like nine different check shirts that he just wears. Like if you scroll through our thumbnails, it's just Liam in every different yeah. check shirt. I wore a pink. T I wore a pink shirt once to to try and be different, and Jamie Hutchinson <laughs> took the piss out of me. Really, why? We all did. Too I mean, come on, Jamie Hutchinson. Yeah, he said I look like shirt an average dad. <laughs> Feel Goods on Wednesday was by and large All right. one of the <laughs> just one of the absolute worst gigs I've ever done in my life. Really, where, it where, was yeah. so bad. It was the one you did a couple of weeks ago in Stockport. Oh, yeah. feel good. Yeah, just <coughs> you horrendous. Didn't feel good. No, I didn't. No, <laughs> Why? What happened? What was the issue? Um, so you'll know what I mean. Do you know, when you have you ran a gig before? Have you yeah. a host, resident host of a gig? Yeah, 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 have yeah. you like maybe six months in gone down and there's on there's a there's sixty people there, but only three of them have been before. Yeah. Have you ever had, it yeah, just yeah. it's different in it. Yeah, yeah. It was just eggy right from the off, and I went on, and they just they just gave me nothing. And it was just really weird. And then the fucking, there was a fucking woman named Karen on the front row who heckled me. And that was just, was, yeah. yeah, that. but she was genuinely called Karen, which was like a gift from the gods. Yeah. Uh, but then she got really pissy. She was like, it's just a bit played out, the Karen thing. And I was like, well, you're not doing a lot to dispel the stereotype, <laughs> are you? Yeah, and yeah. it was just getting nothing. Like everything was just that. Love Death Bar Pega opened and got off stage after 12 minutes. <laughs> it was horrendous. You can't be doing that though. It Why was fucking though? horrific, mate. Because I, I mean, look, I had a wonderful time. It's usually yeah, great. Yeah, it's genuinely, because I went, I, to be fair, it was so sound <laughs> from the middle section. And I think I did the right thing. I went round to the gig um, and everyone that had been before, I went and sat with them and quite loudly in the earshot of everyone else and just being like, am I living in a simulation? What the fuck's happening? It's never like this. Right. And then all the people that had been before were like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. People need to live in the fucking And when we got back on stage, I just went, should we just start the fucking gig again? And everyone was like, yeah, let's do it. And it was sound. And it, to be fair, they went the other, too far the other way. <laughs> they enjoyed it, it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, what I got from that story was Love Dead Barpega fucking died at this gig. <laughs> That's what I got from the story. Is that what you got? Everybody else fucking smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we are not booking Love Dev again. Uh, no, it was it was genuinely just really eggy right off the top, and it was just uncomfortable. And like I didn't then this woman heckled. I didn't have the room, so I couldn't fucking go in on her or anything. And it just felt really fucking weird. And it was just it was just the worst like one we've done by far. Yeah, just so bad. We've done it for a year now. And it was just yeah. I'd really love something. All this can be weird. I remember when I did um like I did kind of a not even a tour warm like a pre tour warm up show in Birmingham, and a really lovely audience sold out. Great. <clears throat> and in the front row there was like a gaggle of say maybe five or maybe six women. All of them pretty much having a nice time. But there was one girl on the phone on the front row. I was about fifteen minutes in, so I said to her, "Hey, listen, what's going on? You're on the phone. You're on the front row." get off the phone and she looked at me and went yeah i just don't think you're very funny <laughs> just out of nowhere right and i was like what <laughs> i mean <laughs> what? You know what i mean like what can you say to yeah, her okay so I was like, sorry so i said no, hey that's that's fine i actually don't care whether you find me funny or not yeah. right because there's lots of other people that do but you need to be off your phone so either you stay off your phone so other people can enjoy it or you can just piss off what was the response to the crowd because that that changes everything doesn't it <coughs> yeah so the if crowd they go, like if they agreed were you having a good gig i was having a lovely gig half but the yeah, crowd just, like quite a few of the crowd just she's not gonna booing. find you funny though she's not fucking listening well a and b half the side cra- started booing her yeah but oh fuck off and then i said what do you want to do you can either stay here or you, <laughs> you think it was i was gonna say yeah let her take the call you know for eight minutes um and then she said no I'm, I'm comfortable here i said okay well now you give me 45 minutes to call you a cunt whenever i want so every so often i just kept calling her a cunt and people and she, she ended up becoming a part of the show and at the end she was like oh yeah i had a really nice time and i was like you are a dickhead uh, that's always the worst isn't it but did they have a nice time because they became the show. Attention maybe maybe part of it sort of way. and i was like look don't ever do th-. you know i was nice about it you called yeah. her a cunt several yeah. times. Yeah. But that was me being nice about it. it. There were some other, you know, worse. if you said that to Kane Brown, <laughs> be big, you'd become a meme, bitch. <laughs> you'd be part of Have A Word soundboard. Soundboard, yeah. So, so you're very lucky. Char! Yes. And I just, yeah. So sometimes audiences are just fucking weird. What are you going to do? It's the reasons they give. That that blows my mind sometimes. Like I had one in um, fucking Hereford, which isn't exactly Hereford. Well, Germany. Yeah. Capital of comedy. I'm more like Hellerford. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's on, ladies and gents. So it's, uh, laugh a minute. <laughs> and it was, it was again. It was good gig. I was having a good time. The, like the, the the audience were too. There was a like one rowdy table, and they weren't like. Do you know when they're not like mean spirited or nothing? Yeah. But they just kept like interrupting or talking amongst themselves, and I kept having to address it, and it was working. Everything was fine. The gig finished. She came over to me afterwards, and she was, like, apolo- dead apologetic, like, oh, I'm awfully sorry about that. I just I just don't get jokes, and she was explaining them to me. So that was her reason right. for being a knobhead in the gig. What? Was that she doesn't get... Understand jokes. Why are you here? Like, what the fuck are you doing here, yeah? <laughs> yeah if you're and f- why are you being explaining them in real time? You don't need a fucking interpreter. Yeah, because there's only a few scenarios. Either she booked the gig herself, in which case, if you don't get jokes, why are you booking a comedy gig? Yeah. Or her friends brought her, and they would have said, hey, do you want to go to a comedy gig? And she would have been like, oh, I don't, don't get, get jokes. jokes. But yeah. she was like, yeah, no, I'll come. Yeah. And then just ruined the, yeah. just ruined the, the show for everyone else. What a weird deficiency. Well, then thank you for a lovely time. Yeah, I know. That's I what I mean. Yeah. I think just because, again, because I was addressing them, they became part of the show. Yeah. And people, people like Basically, people what we're like saying that. is comedy would be much better if they weren't audiences there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let me scream at the void. Yeah, and not yeah, get yeah, interrupted. That's, just, uh, that's called a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's what this is. That's what this is. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, man. I can't be doing with it though sometimes because it was genuinely like you could see the people that had been before were really trying to get on board, but it's fucking infectious, isn't it? And it was just a really weird atmosphere. And then like I say, when we went back for the second section, it was all good and it was fine. Uh, and everyone had a really good one. It was just just insufferable. The, the cha- one of the most challenging things I had like that is I had, I remember doing my show at the Soho Theatre and this was a show called Profit Like It's Hot where I took a Quran. <laughs> What? Why are you too offended by that? I'm not. I'm not what I enjoyed is when you said profit like a top, my brain went financial advisor, yeah. profit, and then when you brought out the Quran. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a show where I took the Quran on stage and talked about how funny it is and there's some bad to it. Was it your show? Yeah. Is that what yeah. you were saying? Okay, go on. <laughs> my show. And at the front, Right in the front, there were these, there were two girls, hijab wearers, who just were not enjoying it. From the moment, because I, I, we even, you know, the uh, Drop It Like It's Hot song, got my friend to edit it, and I sang a version of it that I'd just written. <laughs> for it. And I'm to try and remember the lyrics. When I remember, I'll sing Please it for you. Please do it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try and remember it and sing it for you. It was ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> so from the moment that song played, <clears throat> they were just like not on board. And especially if the front row of an audience aren't engaged in a gig, yeah, it filters, as you said, yeah, it like filters say, to everybody the else. Ones you see, aren't they? And the challenge for me was to kind of say to them that they were making everyone uncomfortable, but these are two Muslim women <laughs> with a hijab in the front. So I, was like, I don't know how to get this message across without sounding like a fucking Islamophobic sexist. <laughs> And then after 40 minutes, they got up and left of their own accord. To pray. Yeah, from pretty quickly. They got up and left. And I looked at everyone and I said, well, we all feel better. They're gone now, don't, don't we? <laughs> all right, pretty Patel. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a real release of tension as soon as they left. So yeah. it worked. It did work. It you did work. Well, I was desperate for that woman on the front row to go. Like I thought in the interval she would leave. Um, and she just did it, man. And I was like, fuck it. Why could you possibly? There was two girls. The This was what was weird, right? Because I felt like when I was on stage, I didn't have the room. And I thought they semi-agreed with her when she heckled and stuff and she was being generally quite cunty. Yeah. I thought they agreed. So I couldn't go in on her. Uh, and then when it went to the interval, I went to the toilet and on like four separate occasions, like people came up to me and was like, fucking, we need to do something about cunt corner. It got named that by fucking, <laughs> by like a table of six. Do you know what I mean? Like we right. need to do something about cunt, cunt corner. corner right. And then when I, I was just like, can you feel it too? And they were like, yeah, we hate them. And I was like, show it. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. the only way to win. If yeah, I go yeah. in on him and you guys stay silent, I look like a cunt. Yeah. Yeah, if you, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you get behind me and go, yeah, they actually, you're ruining the show for everyone, then they go, oh, fuck, maybe we should fuck off. Um, but yeah, man, they just stayed and they were getting, they're getting married in July. Um, I told them I'm free. I've not had a call yet. Um, but, <laughs> but, who, who, who's getting married? Karen and some, Karen and some fucking guy. That one she of the guys from that yeah, crew. they were like in the 50s or some shit. Um, been together 10 years and getting married or something. And I just, it's was like, I just went dead you nice. You know that much about them. Well, this is it. I just <laughs> went dead no nice. And was like, oh, congratulations. You're having a wonderful time. Oh, oh, it's always the second or third marriage lot that are the worst, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but like, as soon as you said the age, I was yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> like if, you, if there's a hen doing it's their second one, game over. Yeah. <laughs> no point doing the gig. Yeah. It's fucking diabolical. <laughs> 
Well, like I say, there was two girls there and they were just fucking, they thought the show was all about them and they were just fucking, just so, they were just well, insufferable. Were they wearing a hijab by any chance? No, they weren't. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't let them in the gig. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Aaron had the Quran on stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quran. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Hey. That's why he hosts the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's yours? Um, right, Tez. Um, hey. <laughs> the, the, like, the, the idea behind the podcast is basically talking about negative things. Yeah. I wanted to know what's like the slyest thing you've ever done to anyone. Like the slyest thing you've ever the done. The slyest yeah, thing? Yeah, just something sly or snide. Is there anything sly you've done This is a anyone? very good question. The Putting slyest the thing that I've ever done to anyone. I'm not a very sly guy. It's not really my thing. I'm a bit... Yeah, I'm not very... Your honour. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a very sly person. I mean... Couldn't, I have, couldn't be non-deliberate. I haven't done anything sly, but I have... I have spent a night in jail. <laughs> what uh, did you do? Well, I was going through a really tough time many, many years ago. And uh, I think I've talked about this in, in another pod probably. But I was sleeping on a bus for a couple of months. And uh, after sleeping on the bus, I decided to go what back home. What was your ticket? Huh? How much was your ticket? It, I had like a monthly pass thing. <laughs> Sick. And you just fucking went round like the... Yeah, the, 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 25, the 25 bus. Yeah, from London to Oxford Circus. It was the Bendy bus. They used to have Bendy buses back then. What's um, a Bendy bus? What? It's like one, I know what you mean. one level. Yeah. It's just like, it's not a double-decker. Right, yeah, we have... Looks those. like an accordion yeah. in the middle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you uh, slept in the middle. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and it, so I stayed on it all night. Anyway, it was a really tough time. Someone, a homeless man tried to steal my hearing aid. We'll talk about that another time. Uh, no, no, we'll talk about it now. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> was, he, was he also deaf? I don't know. I was asleep. I have no idea, but I just woke up. How to was, this. What was the thought process? I'll get good money for that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Technology. I woke up. You probably this, thought it was a Bluetooth headset. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> just this grime. Like I woke up to this grimy, like fingernailed oh, guy oh, just oh. trying to put his hand into my ear, trying to pull out my hearing aid. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and that was the moment I decided to go go back um, home. Anyway. <laughs> oh, so you you were you homeless had, by choice? Yeah. Voluntary there's a lot to unpack, right? There's so much to unpack. <laughs> you've you've just glossed it over all, the, all these fucking like all these key details. Yeah, all these caveats that change the story. You weren't homeless. You just went out and yeah. didn't go home. <laughs> well, basically, I wasn't okay. So basically, I was supposed to marry this famous person from Bangladesh, and when that was announced, the tabloids there did a uh, spread, which was why she basically basically why she married this fat cunt, and then. <laughs> They did uh, they did a double page spread where they uh, where they outlined Which five is a picture of you double page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they missed a trick on that one, but they should have. But they listed five better suitors for her than me. Oh my fucking like, god! Right. And so it was a very like that who were the five? Well, we know them. So you won't funny. know them. You won't know them. But there was like a hedge fund manager. There was like a restaurant guy. There was like all these like random some guy that was stealing so, hearing aids. So. Yeah, not even like other celebrities. Like no, no there were celebrities. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't just like the fellow from, from the road. millionaire. <laughs> yeah, and so that relationship was quite tricky. Uh, it was around the time I got made redundant from that first banking job. My relationship with my family kind of went quite down the path. There was a lot of bad shit going on at the time. So I was like, I, I've just got to stay out. And I never really talked talk to my friends about my issues. I was always the fun dude. So I was like, oh no, I'm just going to sleep on a fucking bus. Yeah. Slept on this bus. When she went home, arguments at home. I said, right, I need to go for a drive. Got in the car, went to drive. And uh, this guy cut me up and I beeped to him. He stops the car and I say to him, 
please don't get out of the car because I was just in a really crazy place. That's like threatening. That, and the guy it? was like, guy just stepped out of his car and I said, mate, please do not come out of this car because I'm not going to be in control of what I'm going to do. Did you say it with that tone of voice? Because no, that's no, no, even scared. That's yeah, more yeah, scared yeah. even like aggression. I'm, I'm less scared of the guys that are going, fucking come outside now yeah. than I am of So just uh, chill. Like, yeah. You don't know where you are. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I, terrifying. I just, I just wrote, all I did was just, put, you know, Cheers. out of the window, head out the window. I said, all I said to him was, please do not come here. That's all I said. Please don't come here. He stepped. I just got out of the car. And I still don't remember really what happened. But... I went for a punch and I hit him on the temple and this guy's on the floor. Oh, fuck. The adrenaline kicked in. I started kicking the shit out of this dude. Yeah. S five minutes later, coppers turn up. I'm in the back. Suddenly I'm in a jail cell yeah. overnight. And this was the funniest thing about the jail cell. I lie down and on the ceiling, there's a number for crime stoppers. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Why, why have they got the number for that in the jail cell? It's, it's like you saw on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saw the fucking adverts. Crime Stoppers, Samaritans. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm there overnight. I was going to get like a public. They asked me if I wanted to call anyone. I said, no, no one in my family is fucking know about this. Uh, I need to, need to wait like eight hours for some solicitor to turn up. Yeah. There overnight. Then there was another four hours before I got the interview. And the guy, the police officer, to be fair to him, was a bit like, you're going through a tough time, aren't you? Yeah. And apparently that guy didn't press charges because luckily he had a big racket sheet of and shit so that he didn't yeah, want. So he he's, was, yeah, so if he pressed charges, he'd go to court and they'd probably rule in your favour Yeah, because of how fucking much of a scumbag he was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's not the slyest thing I've done. I'm just trying to process why you, you had a car, but you slept on a bus. I just wanted to leave. I just left. Okay. It was one of those things where I was like, I just don't want... You're just away from everything. Away yeah. from everything. Yeah. And it was it was also the car that the family kind of shared. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I was just... Can't do the score, Ronnie Fishans, and <laughs> sleep in the back seat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck off. My dad's trying to steal my hearing aid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the homeless guy, it was just your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on his way to work on the bus. Yeah. Um, so that's... It's not, I don't think it's answered your question, but I can't think of anything sly that I've done. No, no, that answers... Like, the only other thing that's probably sly is all the financial products that I sold that led to the financial <laughs> crisis. But that is... Yeah. <laughs> I, um, All the offshoring I did. I, I didn't know you've been... I didn't know you'd be... Uh, so you've got a criminal record because you didn't press charges, but will no, that have I've shown got a police up caution. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I've got a caution. Which is pretty sick. Fucking And then that, two years it? ago, I got an ASBO. But what did you do that? Pissing on a police station. Amazing. I don't Amazing. know. Why, why is public pissing an issue? Yeah, why is it an it issue? It fucking does my head in. Why is what? it a... a Piss you. <laughs> it shouldn't be a piss you, should it? Come how on. Are you, how are you Northwest comedy royalty? <laughs> Come on. How, how is like... Could have fucking gold like that, mate. What, that, what are you, how are you... <laughs> um, What's so, the piss you? <laughs> why, why can't you piss on things, though? Yeah. Well, you, I don't think, on a police station is probably... Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that's, that's... Yeah, I get that. <laughs> You can but piss maybe places. around the back of it, it's not like why is it a pro would would they rather you piss your pants? Why did you did you not know it was a police no, station? No, I was hammered. I had no idea it was a police station. That's, that's you, an unfortunate. There's like a police station every thirty miles. That's unfortunate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but also the, the only station, building you pissed weird, on. <laughs> weirdly, it wasn't that clearly marked. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was unmarked just, police station. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't clearly marked. Also, I was really hammered, so I didn't fucking know what the fuck was going on. And um, yeah, they they arrest well, 
They rate me out an ass, bro. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm learning so much about you. Like you say, we've never, we've only met once before prior yeah, to today. And now I've, I remember the first time we met actually, it was at Sensei's birthday. Yeah. And the, the first thing you said to me was that Beth was out of my league. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Fact. Say, say would I want it any other way though? Um, and also that I smelt really good. Both, uh, both of which are true. Yeah, you just smell really good. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, li I liked your vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Liked. <laughs> What's up, guys? Thanks so much for downloading the podcast. Listen, if you are watching on YouTube, please do us a favor, drop the video a like, comment, subscribe, do all that good stuff. It really does help more than you think. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or anywhere that you get your podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. If you think we're worth less than that, just don't rate it. Don't be a nib end. Don't be a Karen. <laughs> do one. <laughs> <laughs> and if you won't mind give us a follow on social media as well it's at spread negativity pod on absolutely everything except for twitter where it's at s negativity pod because twitter is a gobshite and we didn't realize that as a character limit until we decide on the name so fuck you twitter let's get back to the episode i have found the song you found the song the prophet like a top song okay i'm gonna play it for you please do do you mind no absolutely not i do it. not mind at all i want you to send it to me <laughs> you gotta do the dance. <laughs> right? Allah's on your mind, bro. Profit like it's hot. Profit like it's hot. Profit like it's hot. When the pig tastes so fucking good. Profit like it's hot. He's still no way. Daily Mail gets an attitude. Profit like it's hot. I got Allah on my mind, but I drink five pints and I eat pork pies because they taste so fucking nice. Yeah. I mean, I like it. It's impressive. Was that you singing? Yeah. I didn't know you had that voice, man. Oh yeah, no man. Who, mate? Mate, I've got I've got some pipes on me. I've got some proper good pipes on me. I can sing. I can sing. Do you ever sing at like Eid weddings and stuff? Eid weddings, Eid, talking, weddings. Eid uh, celebrations <laughs> stuff. Because obviously that you, we were talking about it before. Yeah. And I, I said, I really want to do something. Like, I want to go to like a Muslim wedding. It so, just looks sick. Because like fucking English weddings. Asian just, weddings are so much better than English weddings. Yeah. No, sorry, Paul, your wedding was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's not watching this. Yeah. <laughs> Asian weddings are, they are amazing. You know what the average cost of an Asian wedding is? Um, 30 grand. Yes, thirty-seven and a half thousand pounds. That's six, that's six insane. It's though, really expensive, yeah. isn't it? But they are the best events. They're so much fun. They go on for about five to seven yeah, days. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a proper week long thing. Yeah, proper it? week long thing. So, what's the key differences? The food is better. Okay. I mean, that's a given, isn't it? I had fucking fish and chips at the last wedding I went. Did you? Yeah. That is why do white people have such a terrible attitude to food? They spent. <laughs> They spent 300 or however many fucking years in all these countries <laughs> and they just got fish and chips out of it. <laughs> and you think, come on, that's a waste of energy, isn't And it? they have to put loads of salt on it just so it tastes of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. Anyway, what a waste. Um, the food is always amazing. The music, the dancing, the colours. Huh? Do you play that? I don't play that. <laughs> but you know I used to be a Bollywood dance choreographer. Huh? You know I used to be a Bollywood dance choreographer. Are you fucking messing? You keep dropping all these little fucking... Yeah, are you really? We're going to yeah. need you to prove it. Well, I can't do it now. There's not enough space. <laughs> All people. <laughs> nice. I love how that was the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> We've not got the facilities for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, not enough space and not enough people because you need at least 150 in the background to do the dance properly. So how long ago was this? 
I was a Bollywood dance choreographer from the age of 11 to about 24. Choreographer yeah. at 11? Yeah. <laughs> oh, very, very talented. That's Prodigious fucking... talent, mate. What can't you do? I was like Val <laughs> Morrison. When did you start Billy stand Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> Bally Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> did you say that or did he? He said okay, that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when did you start stand up? I started stand up in 2014. I was 29. You were 29 when you started. Yeah. And you you were a dance choreographer at 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't find that ridiculous? No. <laughs> no. Because I, I when I started stand up, I had no. The only stand ups I knew were McIntyre, Flanagan, Bridges, and Lee Evans. The big ones. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, I remember when I started, I thought stand up was just the big names. And that's for so long why I didn't do it. I wanted to do it from being like 16 years old and I started when I was 21. And I started uh, anticipating this to be about 15 comics in the country. Like, I'm not kidding. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I not 15, but I didn't same, know there was a yeah. circuit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I didn't have a fucking, I didn't grow up with any of this. So yeah. I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't even know there was a comedy club. I grew in up Manchester. on the panel shows more than actual stand up. So, like, I, I just knew from the vast amount of guests on them that it, the circuit was massive. Yeah, the thing is, I saw panel shows, but I thought that they were just like celebrities. Oh, do you think? Well, I didn't yeah. put the two and two together, it was just yeah. comics. So, I started very late with very little knowledge, and it turned out I was fucking sick of it. <laughs> just like you were with dancing. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, shit, he's fucking good at this. Good I'm, joke choreographer. I'm actually really good at stuff when I just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As soon as I start, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm good at this as well. You and I can't relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I start, I'm like, oh, you're sex, you're good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcasting, you took yeah. the North right, podcast yeah, right, scene. Not bad. Yeah. I've not done my own one yet, but when I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. watch. <laughs> Fucking shit's all over, have well, a word. Have before, a word, yeah, yeah, all over it. Um, so yeah, that's when I started doing stand-up. But dance choreography. 29's quite late. Sorry, I know you're trying to talk about the dance room, but 29's yeah. quite late. Because I remember when I started, I thought that was so ridiculous now, knowing what I know. But like, I thought I was too late at like 21. Because yeah. Sloss started at like 16. He was like one of my favourites. You hear of like fucking... Um, uh, he just started when he was young. Yeah, yeah. It just, like, they all start when they're like 16, 17. Chappelle started when he was yeah. 15 or 16. Like Even people like Tom Lucy was like fucking 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then fucking like 19 and doing the store. So I was like, I've already missed the fucking... <laughs> yeah. But I think the, th the beauty of stand-up though is I do think it's an old person's game. Yeah. You've got more definitely. opinions, haven't you? Though? Yeah, the, be the like better experience. comedians are always older. The older ones, yeah. Like yeah. Your Bill Burrs, your Chappelle's, all these people, you know, you, you start valuing what they have to say. But is that because yeah. they're older or because they've been in it longer too? Joe, Joe. I think it's, yeah, I that's think, a good point. I think, I think it's a bit of both. Yeah. But the thing that they're talking about, you know, Bill Burr might on occasion talk about drinking, but he's not talking about, oh, you know, I got smashed at a party and fingered this girl behind a skip and all this yeah. stuff, you know. It's not that's Joel Domit, is it? <laughs> no, I don't know why I just burned Joel for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. He didn't even do shit like that. To no. You just sort of, the, you thought of the only person on the circuit that's likely to have fingered someone behind him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's got enough game. Joel Domit. Um, he's such a good looking man. Yes, he, he really You is. look like a B-Tech Joel Domit. B-Tech? <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. To say he's good looking and then I look like a B-Tech version. It's not, yeah, I, it's not bad. Matt Richardson last week told me I look like Pepe the Frog. So. Yeah, really? Yeah. Do you not see it? No. I appreciate I that it, because yeah. we've had about three comments since saying we had We're the minority, but that's not unusual for you, is it? Pepe. It's Richard Matt Richardson just telling you look like Pepe the Frog when he looks like a choir boy even now. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why you're just burning Matt for no reason. No, no, no. <laughs> Matt deserves it. I love yeah. him, Matt. Uh, he had a lot of stuff to say about you, actually. 
Did he? Yeah. yeah. yeah what he the was, fuck um, did he say? He just said uh, he's, he's, he used slurs a lot. Did he? Yeah. Very painful. All of them. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. <laughs> uh, no, he was just. Um, <laughs> no, now I want to know what he said. He didn't say anything. We, he didn't mention me at all. No, we uh, we said who's the guest next week, and I said Ishan's on. And he was like, "Oh, that fucking." Con. Oh <laughs> yeah, bits, Matt Richardson. We did uh, we did a gig <laughs> in Amsterdam together, uh, and I did the first forty-five minutes smashed, and he died for the next forty-five. Yeah, he um he he said that he dies quite Amst- a lot of gigs. Yeah, he dies yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's not he's not very good. Amsterdam. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> Is anyone else you want to uh, go in on? Right, these are the comedians I hate, okay? So please, please. This do is the that. best That'd place be to do so it. So funny. Least eyes on it. So go for it. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Nah, no, He'll be a good boy. Um, Describe well, them to us and then we'll work it out and the listeners will be like, oh. Yeah, but then you'll be like, Ishan, the common denominator seems to be that they're all women. No, <laughs> Describing their, uh, their genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> What made you give up the choreography game then? Yeah, was so When did it get too intense? <laughs> <laughs> How did you get out of Good it? Good interview. Yeah. I'm impressed. Um, too many women there too. Yeah. I, uh, so basically, at 19, I had a chance to go to Mumbai and do it prof- professionally. Okay. So I was really thinking about doing it as a job. Just a, what a fun job to have. Yeah, right? And my parents were like, absolutely no fucking way. We, we didn't work this hard for you to be a fucking dickhead dancing <laughs> look at me now um and then uh look, look at you now <laughs> yeah, yeah look, at me now. look at me now are you looking good <laughs> what do you see big boy hey say what you see catchphrase there we go right good. ate all the mr chips <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, say what you see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, nineteen. I, then my parents kind of forbade me from going to in, uh, to India. Um, <laughs> carry on, you'll carry on. Uh, and then I can't carry on. <laughs> Is it stale now, bitch? <laughs> What'd you say? Is it stale now, bitch? <laughs> We've lost him. He's gone. <laughs> carry on. You carry on. <laughs> no. um, I didn't go to India and then carried on just doing a few shows here and there. It's like 24 hours. Like, I'm not going to do this. Is that a big scene? It is a big scene. When you, say, when you say choreographer, are you making up the dancers? Yeah, making up the dances, making up the moves, making up the transitions, all this stuff. And then I'd perform as well. Yeah. That's part of the group. And we did like big fairs, we did weddings, we did all sorts of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, then I kind of stopped after that, 24. You have the most ridiculous life I've ever heard. You were a fucking choreographer for a dance troupe. Then you were a banker. And now you're some fucking unmap the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you've just... That, you slept on a bus and caved the on a bus. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, then I, for a bit, I was a government policy advisor. It fuck feels off, like I've ripped out various pages of different autobiographies and just, and just fucking pushed yeah, them together. I don't know if you're lying to me or not. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, was a, uh, I was a government policy advisor in the years of the coalition government. Then I got headhunted by a bank to become a speechwriter to the CEO. Did that for a bit. Headhunting yeah. means something different in your world, doesn't it? Oh, don't know whether you can Basically say Basically what you're saying is... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to. You're saying Muslims, they behead each other. <laughs> 
That's what you're saying. That's what Thanks Aaron for just said. That, yeah. For no reason. Aaron and not Liam, just to... For no reason. <laughs> and what he thinks, what he thinks, what he thinks happens, right, is because the beheading—that's beheading. He thinks Muslims then go around looking for their heads and go head hunting, literally, for the heads that have been rolled off. <laughs> it's like a Muslim Easter egg hunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a choreography. Is, Twenty-four. This, yeah. This, this <laughs> our Easter. So yeah, government policy advisor. Yeah, yeah, government policy advisor. Then I was a speechwriter. And then I quit that job to become a stand-up. Did you wank at that job? At the speechwriter job? Yeah. Yeah, of course okay, I did. Of course you did, yeah. Of course I did. <laughs> and you know what was really interesting is they, completely true, so they would, uh, if you were in the toilets, there'd never be any reception in there. Signal just completely yeah, dead. Yeah, the signal completely gone. That's to use your imagination. So what I did was I got addicted to Twitter porn GIFs. Fuck our GIFs? <laughs> yeah. There was just enough motion. <laughs> <laughs> and the same repeated one for me. <laughs> no, no, addicted as well. You never liked them, you were addicted. So I. <laughs> Imagine that as some sort of a fucking like druggy anonymous. Like fucking. <laughs> just like so all the things you're addicted like, to alcohol, so heroin. <laughs> I can't stop watching Twitter porn like, gifts. Gifts on Twitter. <laughs> basically, what would happen is I'd. Open Twitter on the on the on the page that had these porn gifts on them as I was walking to the toilet, and then it would download as many as I could, and I'd scroll through them <laughs> to keep the motion going. Would you be devastated if you accidentally hit refresh on the scroll? Yeah, Just yeah, suddenly yeah, yeah, yeah. no connection. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd I'd wank to these gifts. <laughs> And then I discovered Twitter's got a very big body of pornography. It's yeah, mad, it really isn't it? it? Yeah, yeah and it's, I, it's, it's the only cool. social like media. It. <laughs> yeah. It's the only social media where it's like that, that you can post anything. Anything, on it, yeah. So I hope Elon Musk doesn't fuck that up for us. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, Elon, Elon Musk has worked in a few boardrooms yeah, and been yeah, in yeah. a few cubicles himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's uh, for the call. What's the weirdest mate? thing you've wanked over? The weirdest thing I've wanked over. Your mum. Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> I just did it so he didn't. I don't want him to do it. My mum watches this. <laughs> M- Mrs. Wood? Is she a Mrs. Wood? No. She's a what? Mrs. Person. Ms. <laughs> <laughs> Something got a bit tense then. <laughs> <laughs> Keep my mum's name <laughs> out your, your fucking mouth. Uh, nice to see you, mum. <laughs> <laughs> you don't call her mum. She's white. <laughs> auntie. Yeah, I say yeah. auntie. Uh, auntie Wood. That's what I'm calling her now. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like that at all, does he? Um, anyway. Call her what you want, genuinely. It's fine. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. What's going, what podcast is this? I don't know what's going on. Um, where were we? I, I can't remember. Twitter, Twitter gifts. Oh, and then Twitter porn videos and Elon Musk. Yeah, anyway, that's where I discovered at that job. Yeah. That Twitter has a big body of porn. Yeah, I said, uh, I asked you what the weirdest thing you've wanted over. Oh, the weirdest thing I've wanted over is definitely. um, Definitely. Bestiality videos. (laughs) Amazing. You have. You've wanked to them. Are you in a couple of WhatsApp groups, are you? What animal? It was a horse. (laughs) But do you know what it was? It was both. The intensity of that eye contact. (laughs) It was both. I remember laughing during that wank. <laughs> was it the only time you've ever felt represented? <laughs> <laughs> so finally, my dick. Laughing <laughs> <laughs> like a madman. <laughs> you know, I was laughing at wanking because 
this was such a funny video. There was this woman who was really putting, the blonde woman, who was really putting on the moves on this horse, but this horse just wasn't interested. So she was trying to slobber this horse's dick all over her mouth, and it just wasn't, the horse was, nothing was happening. So then she started masturbating in front of the horse, and the horse To get was, the horse off. Yeah, yeah, and the horse just, not, what made, it was both, co- my two loves, comedy and sex. <laughs> <laughs> they merged together they, for one, one, one very perfect horrible video. video. <laughs> so I was laughing at the horse just not being interested, this fit blonde woman. And I was turned on by the blonde woman masturbating in front of the horse. <laughs> not, not the actual horse. Yeah. QI, what was that like? <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine if I had any fans from QI watching this. Yeah, I can't imagine they would be. I'm like, oh, um, what's the overlap here? How did, <laughs> how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> do you, now that you're like on loads of uh, podcasts and stuff, do you, are you getting more recognised than you were previously? Has it like changed your profile at all? Yeah, I would say it definitely has. Has um, there been any particularly weird interactions with like fans and stuff? Luckily, it's not been too bad. Although at, a, uh, at the wedding, someone came up to me and he said, um, hey, um, has anyone ever... Has anyone ever said that you uh, you look a bit like you know? You know, I said who? He goes Ramesh. Yeah, you look a bit like Ramesh Ranganathan. Fuck yeah. off, really? And I went, I went, no, no, <laughs> no one's ever said this. He goes, what, really? I said, yeah, yeah, no, Ramesh, who is that? He said, oh, is that is that comedian bloke? I was like, no one has ever ever said that to me. And he looked at me like, am I the first person? Uh, to ever say, I'm like, yeah, you really are. And he's like, oh my god, mate, let me show you a picture of this dude. Oh my god, <laughs> oh the my god, fuck? <laughs> oh my god, you're not gonna believe this. Yeah. <laughs> and did he show you a picture of it? Yeah, and and you were like, Paul, come on, yeah, go yeah. And spend time with your wife. <laughs> show me a picture. <laughs> show me a picture, and I went, I, I look, I look nothing like him, mate. <laughs> Absolutely, I don't see what you're seeing. And he goes, no, no, because. And then he just walked off. <laughs> Couldn't finish his sentence. <laughs> yeah, so generally, no. But one thing I will say is, it's odd, isn't it? Because I'd done, I'd done more TV uh, before I'd done the podcast. So what? I know I said QI. What? What else? So I'd done Mock the Week, oh, QI, week and a few other smaller bits and pieces here and there, which I'd done before I'd done, you know, a video podcast, and it, so many more people know me from. The pod. I would, I would almost say that's a given though, because when you're watching Mock the Week, I don't think anyone watches Mock the Week religiously. Yeah, but like, have a word. I've got fans audience. that are tuned in, yeah. and they will not miss an episode. Yeah. Whereas I think Mock the Week's just it's background noise for me at least. I don't know, yeah. and it always was like even before it was started, for me, and I was up. on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it always, that's what I mean. Like panel shows in general, they are just uh, I'm eating my tea. And, yeah. You know, what I mean? you're not. Like actively sourcing. Oh, I've got to watch I, my I the did, week. Like week. we, me and my dad did when I was younger. That was like kind of my intro to comedy was panel Before shows, they which is in boxes and that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 which is mad. Before to be fair, I used putting to... these hat bars on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lovely. I used to love like the panel shows and that, but like obviously now I know that they're not spontaneous in the way that it's yeah. portrayed. It's like yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, but I'd, it's all um yeah, it's, it has changed a lot. But also like I in. You know, I've been doing comedy eight years now, which in the grand scheme of things isn't really that long. Yeah, it's not that long, is it? But I've been going for like three and a half. Yeah. So that's fucking nearly half the time, and isn't but, it? And you, well, three and a half in pandemic years, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so it's like what one and a half years, I guess. Yeah, I guess two two years. Yeah, because like we, we had that bit in the pandemic, didn't we? Where we were allowed we to go out. But um, I I've kind of learned that because so in the eight years I've done, I've done a lot of gigs, but to lots of different audiences. Yeah. So like, I do a lot of Asian gigs. I do a lot of Muslim gigs. Uh, as the bad boy, Fuck of the Muslim comedy scene. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bad boy, the Muslim comedy scene, right? Uh, it's completely true. You so did one last night, didn't you? I did a Muslim gig yesterday. Yeah, the frog. Huh? At the Frog once. At the Frog, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was absolutely brilliant. It took me a long time to learn how to play those gigs. But I used to be, many years ago, on Muslim dating apps. Okay. This, uh, really? Yeah. It's like a s special apps. Yeah, yeah. I'm so just please, what, what are they called? Like Minda. <laughs> Fuck off, is it called yeah. that? Yeah. Fuck off. There's the, the, the Muslim hinge, which is minge. <laughs> no, that, that's a joke. <laughs> Come yeah, on. You hey? <laughs> Like what you see. It's like regular hinge, but hairy. <laughs> you got to swipe east to find it. Right. So. Oh, that's so funny. So, I was on the and on Minder especially, so you could you could as part of the we set up the profile, you kind of say how religious you are. So I was just like, look, I'm going to be honest on this thing. Just say fucking nothing, 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 drugs, whatever. <laughs> Is I, that an option? Yeah, yeah drugs. I just do everything. I don't give a shit. So I started getting matched with women who were like, right, so I'm getting married in like three weeks, but I feel like I want to have one night of like sin. Yes. Before I get married. And you're perfect because you have no principles. <laughs> no moral compass. Yes, yeah, nothing. <laughs> So I got so, honestly, so many messages from women in that time from Muslim women who were just like, you are an absolute cunt. You made yourself the perfect yeah. mistake. And so I became the bad boy of like Muslim dating, dating scene. <laughs> You're just a, a surprise a second, aren't you? One person, one person was like, oh my God, you're so disgusting. If you can if you can put pork in your mouth, I bet you like to eat my ass. I was like, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to eat your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, pork tastes pork nice in the shorts. That's all it is to me. Yeah, like it, it was it was crazy, man. Yeah, it was a whole different world for me. And did you were you the sin? Only with only with one person I I did, and after I mean this is gonna sound much worse than it's meant to be. She started crying afterwards. But what I meant was, <laughs> <laughs> I just, it wasn't because of me, right? Tears we had of a, joy. We had a really. I mean, it was. Does that not usually happen to you guys? <laughs> I mean, it, it was unbelievable yeah. that evening that we had. And afterwards, she was just like, she started crying a lot, like almost wailing. And I was like, oh my God, this, please, please stop crying. I don't know what the hell's going on. And she goes, no, no, I don't, I don't want to. It's <laughs> like fucking Boo on Monster Sink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lights are flashing. You're like, no. She keeps saying, And then she was just like, oh no, I just feel like. I just feel like I've just got rid of all my sin on you. <laughs> and you were like, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was sin bucket. You like, just absorbed it. <laughs> you were under on a fucking, one of those things that a mechanic has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. So uh, that was the experience with her. At what point did you decide to just like be shit at being Muslim? <laughs> like at what point were you like, I'm not asked? Thing is, I, you were, were you a practicing Muslim for most of your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At uh, what point? Yeah, what, yeah, I just made you? that assumption based on what you Yeah, no, no, I was, I was a very practicing Muslim, very devout. I used to lead the call to prayer in my mosque. If you don't mind me saying, you've really 
you've devoted your life to being anti-Muslim now, I think. Well, like, no, it gives that vibe. You're pissing on police stations. Yeah, I know. It's not even that. I think what it is, it's like, I, I was very religious and really believed in Islam and really valued. And to this day, I'd say I value a lot about Islamic philosophy. I, yep. I love and I think it's beautiful. Um, I went to a Church of England school. So I was like, I was like the first Muslim choir boy. Love that shit. <laughs> love that shit. In fact, at Christmas once, I remember playing um, on the keyboard and order the dance remix for my Muslim family. And they were like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Was it that song? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I danced in the morning when the world was big. Um, Back in the choreography days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the Lord, did you relate? Yeah. Yeah. And then my uh, my mom went to Roman Catholic school, so she was familiar with hymns. But she was always a bit like, you know, we're telling you Islam is the best because we're Muslim, but Jews would be saying that about theirs, Christians. So just be respectful of all these faiths. Yeah. And then what then happened is in the mosques that I went to in the UK, they weren't teaching me the Islam that I was being taught at home. And I kind of get it because the mosque here is like a, it's a community hub, certainly when I was growing up. And you know, Muslims and Asians were getting beaten the shit out of. So you're in the mosque trying to stay away from all this stuff. And if you come into the mosque having just been beaten up, your reaction is going to be, well, I need to go and beat these fucking white cunts up for what they're doing. Over time, it just seemed to get within the mosque, just their defense mechanism was to become more aggressive. And some of the stuff that, you know, I remember one of the earliest lessons, they said, you know, if you don't die a Muslim... You go to hell. So I said, well, what happens to my best friend, Japri, who was a Sikh guy? What happens to him? And they were like, well, he goes to hell if he doesn't die a Muslim. So I just burst into tears. Yeah. And then How old were you at this point? I was seven. Jeez. Oh, fucking hell. Heavy that, innit? Yeah, and then the, the imam just slapped me across the face. Called <laughs> <laughs> you a bitch! Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. Like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> A week later, the same thing happened. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the Sikh's name out your fucking... <laughs> We're the only podcast doing Chris Rock jokes. <laughs> yeah, like know, yeah. um, and then the following week, the same conversation was about what happens to gay people. And this imam's interpretation was he gets they get stoned and all this. And my mum, one of her best friends was a gay guy. So I said, well, what happens to my, I used to call him Chinu Uncle, I'm a Chinu. What happened to Chinu Uncle? What happens to him? And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, well, I'm pretty sure Chinu's gay. Like, he's got a boyfriend. He's like, oh, he's going to get stoned to death. So then I just oh burst God. into tears again. Jesus and he slapped Christ. me across the face again. <laughs> Surely you can see that this is not helping. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. all the stuff that he's saying. So that kind of stuff happened. So that was kind of the first time where I was like, why is he reacting like this? This doesn't make sense. And then over time, I started making a separation between god and the body and the soul yeah and then i got to a point where i was like hey do you know what i i believe that there's a higher power whether that's a god or an energy i don't know but all this prescribed religion stuff i was a bit like it's all individual that's all nonsense and also maybe this is just because i'm a fat cunt but i was like why would god care about what i put in my body <laughs> yeah. yeah why would he care yeah. That's do you still subscribe to any, do you believe that like, um, do you subscribe to Islam now? Obviously I know you don't, you, you eat pork and stuff and you're not really, yeah. you're not, you don't follow the, you're not practicing as you say. Yeah. But like are you, do you still believe that there's, you know, that there's a God up there and. I, I believe that there's something. Cause people, 
like they're so fond of their, they're so proud of their non-belief system, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, and also- oh, We just die and that's it. And he's like, well, that sounds really depressing. Yeah, and also <laughs> being an atheist now is, it's pointless. Yeah. It's not cool. If When atheists talk so fervently about being atheists in a world which is basically a lot less religious than it used to be, it doesn't make any sense. If you're an atheist at the height of, say, um, the, the, the Christian Reformation or the height of Islamic enlightenment, then you've taken a position. Yeah. Then you're like, yeah, I'm going against the grain. But now if you say an atheist, they're too appetitive. Just like, yeah. yeah it doesn't make sense. So, for right. yeah. And so for me, I'm like, I think there's a higher power. You know, I've talked about the fact that my mum died. I buried her. I can't, in my head, I can't get over the fact that that's it. Yeah. That I buried her and she's gone. Yeah. You know? Um, so I believe that there's something, what that is. It's whatever you need know. to get through life, isn't it? That's yeah. Your, your business yeah. yeah so that's just it but i me drinking or me eating bacon or whatever look there are some muslims you know i remember doing an interview for the evening standard where i talked about this kind of liberal upbringing and someone messaged me muslim person who was like your mum deserved to die if she gave you this kind of upbringing and oh, you're thinking oh well if you're considering yourself a muslim i don't think that works bro yeah, yeah. Do you know what i mean so i it's i can choose in the bits that apply to your but that's i find i'm not saying that with like muslims i'm saying a all religion, yeah. individuals, especially really like devout and intensely uh, religious people, they still pick and choose the parts yeah, that apply to their individual belief system. Yeah, yeah. And so I just, sorry, and so now I'm just kind of a bit like, there's a lot about Islamic philosophy that even now when I hear things, I still value. Yeah. And, you know, Islam especially is, is, is a way of life and there's stuff in there which medically has been proven to be true even now scientifically has been proven to be true even now and these were revelations in a book centuries ago so from that perspective i'm like this is amazing and islam itself when it was born was way ahead of its time yeah astronomy algebra fucking women getting the right to divorce their husbands nowhere in the world was anybody doing that and so that stopped that kind of islamic enlightenment of just wanting to ask questions the ottoman empire was a muslim empire they all drank Oh, really? Yeah, everyone drank. I feel like all of this is stuff, though, that we aren't told. Yeah. Because they, obviously they paint you to look, be in a certain way. I, like, put it this way, like, I wouldn't, I didn't know that they were the first to allow women to divorce. Um, quite openly, people will say that actually Muslims don't let women have any rights. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they'll say that a lot, like in third world <coughs> countries and stuff, you can't wear for certain things. And obviously that is true in so many countries. Yeah. But also the, they don't tell you about the points. They where don't. And I think it's over the time, it has become a bit like that, where in a lot of Muslim countries, there are certain oppressive things. But I don't blame Islam for that. No. I blame the patriarchal societies that then said... Within that country. Yeah. So look, I'll give you an example. Suddenly this has become quite a serious podcast and it's about that to happen. I find it that interesting. No, so it's, like, no this yeah. is it though, man. You've come with a different perspective than fucking Matt Richardson will. I feel like this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's like, not it's fun anymore, is it? <laughs> but, uh, when, uh, so when the, when the Taliban usually come into power in any country, the first thing they do is they ban women from getting an education. The first thing they do. Whereas in here, a, here. No, I'm here, here. Yeah. <laughs> which is why the whole Malala Yousafzai was such a big thing. But Islam is very clear about the role of women yeah. and the importance of women being educated. Oh, really? Because they are seen as the people who spawn children and raise them. Yeah. Now, in a modern eye, oh, women just raising children is all it is. Shut up, you feminist pricks. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> but if that's the view of women... You know, they, one very famous passage in the Quran says, heaven lies beneath your mother's feet. In this world, while you're alive, you'll be addressed by your father's name. On the day of judgment, Muslims believe that you're called by your mother's. 
So if they value women so highly, why? How can it be that women are seen as second class citizens? Yeah. It's not Islam's fault. No, it's, it's Saudi the, men. It's the people yeah. within. Yeah. The, yeah. And so that's why you now well, have you get that with absolutely every walk of life. It's like Christianity too. Yeah. It's like different yeah. different factions, you know, who believe different things or And now you get to the opposite end of the corner where you get to like fucking Dubai Porter Potty. Have you heard about this? No, no this? please do tell me though. Emiratis, <laughs> right? Rich Emiratis, what they do is they uh will f- find women and invite them and pay like upwards of sixty, seventy thousand pounds and either let them shit on their chests or they shit on the women's. And wh- where do you say this is? <laughs> Dubai Porter Pussy. <laughs> and I read that and I was like, women are so lucky. <laughs> oh, they want that opportunity. Yeah. yeah there's I a whole economy open to women that isn't open to us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've always said this. Like the, I said, funnily enough, I said this last night. I said to Beth, cause we're, uh, we're a bit skinny at the minute. We're going away next week. So we're saving up loads and stuff. Yeah. Just Why are you going to shit on each hand's chest? I'll give you 500 quid. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if, if you were willing to pay her, I'd, I'd ring her up now. I'm not kidding. Like I said this to her yesterday, not about that, but <laughs> uh, I did assume that you'd be into it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I've not mentioned it, it recently. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm I said not, to her, I'm like, not Asian, I, it's just loads of women shitting on if me. If I was a woman, <laughs> <laughs> if I was a woman, <laughs> you're so annoying. <laughs> okay. You're so annoying. I'm sad. I'm having so much fun and I'm hating it. I said to her, I was like, if I was a woman, I would be loaded. Oh my God. I can't even tell you how much money I would make online. Yeah, I would Like it is, it would be sickening. I would think, do you you think I'd be sat here if I was a woman hoping that a podcast will get a fucking double Do you reckon this sells on OnlyFans? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what do you reckon? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to suck my dick. Um, yeah, I just think that like if I wouldn't be sat here if I was a woman, oh my God. I'd be if, all over on the If fans. I was and a woman, the fucking same lads that go, oh fucking, hell, oh, you can see your girlfriend's funny for three quid a month. Absolutely, yeah. Because <laughs> when your time's three quid by ten thousand, yeah, she's making four times your annual income. You lunatic! It's like, not even that though. It's like literally fucking under. Just sell dirty on oh, the way. Sell Gucci bath water. <laughs> you remember that woman who was selling bath water? Yeah, no. I saw bath that. Bath yeah. water. What like post bath? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just sits water. in the water. And there were fa- farts in a jar. I've heard about, about farts in a jar, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. For some reason though, bath water repulsed me more than farts in a jar. I've, I, I haven't taken why. a bath in, since I was four. Yeah, I'm not a Disgusting. bath. I, I was a working class yeah. family. My bath water was shared with me, Nan. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little bit of everyone. <laughs> you, you, you dip your Nan in bath water. Did they not give you any sauces? Yeah, hollandaise. <laughs> <laughs> with the curry. Anyway. <laughs> Is <laughs> a very good, interesting analysis about Islam, all the way to fucking dipping naan in fucking bath water. Yeah, there's range on this podcast. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> You've got a girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. If she wanted to do uh, OnlyFans, would you have an issue with it? If she wanted to do it, yeah, because she's in control of it. She can reveal as much or as yeah. little as she wants to. If you're earning I money for like us, I've, baby, I've, I tried to write a bit about this on stage, but it's just not. not no one agrees. It's, if it's not I was, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. care. Yeah. At all. Like I said, if I was a woman, I'd be such a whore. I think that's why with because we're all on the same page with this. And I think that's why we wouldn't mind our partners doing it because we're jealous. Because we wish that we could do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've I see met... wasted talent every time I look at her tits. Well, this is it. I, think, <laughs> I see wasted I've, money. I've met, I've met your girlfriend. I've made it very clear to you that I think you are punching. Yeah. Right? She's absolutely beautiful. She's so lovely. On OnlyFans, she'd make a fucking fortune. Yeah. 
I'd sign up. <laughs> and that's why you're not fucking allowed, Beth. <laughs> Straight away, I'm like, what's your most expensive Patreon? Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're listening. He, now he's regretting it. He's no, like, no, I'm not regretting oh, it. Yeah. If anything, it's the other way around. Hey. <laughs> we are broke, man. We just bought a house. We are broke. <laughs> so we'll sort our little porta potty situation. Yeah. I don't get that. Oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah, I don't get that. Where, where does the line stop? So underwear? Okay, that's a good question. Okay, underwear? Yeah, that's 100%. fine. Uh, this is the thing. The way, okay, right. It changes for me when it's not anonymous. It changes for you when it's not anonymous. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you know it's Beth, now I'm like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with wanting to do stand I wouldn't, if she wanted to do it, I would never in a million years stop her. But when people know it's her... That's when it's, but it's when it's some fucking guy no, in Texas, he, it's just a pair of tits to him. Well, do you know what I mean? I, it doesn't matter at all. It, oh, do you mean like you've met her? Yeah. When, yeah, when yeah. people, yeah, when yeah. people I know and respect and peers and stuff are, are able to, that's when I'm like, ah, but I also think that after two months, I'd be like, it's whatever. Like, like how he said, no in respect and gestures at you and didn't even look at me. <laughs> you can't afford her fucking Patreon. <laughs> I, my, so my brother. You've the meat, what, not the week money for us. <laughs> my brother is recently divorced, happily divorced. <laughs> and uh, Is there any other kind? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he found out six months after he got divorced that his ex has set up an OnlyFans. Has he subscribed? No, because basically a friend of his does. If he's happily fans. divorced, I can't imagine he wants to see it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Curiosity. this was so funny, my brother. So he, a friend of his does any fans. And she was like, I'm pretty sure I saw your ex's profile on like the creator's page or whatever right. it is. Yeah. And then this, she sent it over. Like, Hang on, if you're a creator, do you get access to everyone else's? I think you can see who other creators are. Oh, I was going to say. I don't know. So then... Give me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so he checked it out and he was like, fucking hell, that what a response to the divorce. And then it was so funny. We were in the pub and he goes, she wasn't even that fit. <laughs> I, was like, I also hate that because you were with her, you fucked hard. Like you were the, do you know what I mean? If you, yeah, but then he's, you're yeah. shitting on yourself. Yeah. I said, why, why? He goes, I was sad. Oh, for nine years. <laughs> yeah, the whole one. time. I know, man. But um, it seems to be that every time a guy breaks up with his with a girl, oh, she wasn't that fit. Oh anyway. yeah, she was minging anyway. No, well, you, you were plowing her mouth when you had the opportunity, <laughs> yeah. and you cried on your fucking bedroom floor yeah. when it ended. Yeah, like, I remember that night you didn't come out with us. Are we yeah. having that? Are we having that, boys? Uh, Solid that one. <laughs> I'd watch that on OnlyFans. It's empty though, isn't it? Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> what's her what's her at your mate's uh, ex-wife oh, I, brothers? I don't know fat bitch because <laughs> <laughs> okay. the thing is, is fat people know when someone's like really fat yeah and she was really fat oh really okay all right so is that what he meant by she wasn't even that fit there's a, there's a whole fucking lane for that though isn't there there's a market out there i yeah, feel like it. there's you a market out there for all women like there's a man out there that'll be into it, but I don't feel like it's the same, the opposite way around. Yeah, man. I don't know if that's true though. Really? Yeah, there's people out there that are fucking. There's women out there. It's like obviously it's less fucking um, broadcast. Yeah, yeah, like it's le like there's not as many, of course. But, but there will be someone. But the that's thing into is, the narrative is like different because if you're a big woman and you're into big women, right, as a bloke, then it's quite a positive thing. 
Whereas I've had a, you know girls in the past who were like, oh, I'm really into dad bods. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's offensive. It's a bit yeah. more offensive. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, look. There are loads of women. But on the flip it. side, I'm really skinny and it's like laying on the side. You're not the really skinny. <laughs> <laughs> You're not really skinny. Uh, You're fairly skinny. Yeah. What's your waist size? Uh, it's like 34, 32, 34. Yeah, that's not really skinny. Uh, not at all. But yeah, man, like, yeah. I, I, there is a market there for everyone. I really do believe that. You can, you know, you say yourself. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I get a lot of pussy. I am absolutely fine. I, I, I How often- How been with your girlfriend? Huh? How long have you been with your girlfriend? Oh, a long time. <laughs> a long time. Um, I often talk about how I'm never really incentivized to lose weight because I get laid so much. <laughs> Women love me. <laughs> but no one reacts, you just sound like a knobhead, don't you? Yeah, I don't care. This is the thing. I don't know what it is. I often get surprised by it. But some of the women I've been with, sometimes I look back and I'm like, fuck. Is part of it because you do stand up, though? Uh, before I was, oh, get, was, I was getting laid that? long before stand up, mate. Don't <laughs> yeah, but there's getting. I don't worry about it. <laughs> I wasn't worried, um, but yeah, like I find that even like after doing stand up, like we talked about this when you had uh, he was at a show recently and a girl stuck it on him in a way. Yes, not never happened to me before in my whole life. Not even from me missus. I felt yeah. alive. But I, I went home and bragged about it to her. I had to remind her what she's got and she has to work hard. <laughs> she actually just looked at me smiling while I told the whole story and then just when she'd have only been disappointed. <laughs> she gaslighted me and I just... Yeah. Did you have sex at Fell in line. No. That is a shame, it's isn't it? embarrassing, isn't it? So you didn't have sex with her when you met her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not having sex with her now? I'm saving myself to marriage. I get married in September. He's Muslim. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I actually believe you for a second. Don't give getting off married. those. Don't give off those. You are getting married. I'm getting married. Uh, to this person. Serving fish yes. and chips. Okay. It's yes, going to be yes, great. Yeah. So, no, no, no food's Are you having right. a Muslim wedding? No, no, we're doing a traditional English. Tra- traditional. Yeah, yeah, you're not traditional. invited. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no blacks, no dogs, no Irish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you had sex? What? Have you ever had sex? <laughs> yeah. Is it good? Do you like it? <laughs> what is happening? I feel like I'm talking to me dad. <laughs> Are you any good? What? Are you any good at it? Huh? Are you any good? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Right. I think we need to wrap this up now. Um, <laughs> um, Where's the spread negativity bit? It's very, very positive, this whole thing. Is it? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you that's just your own. You're just fucking... You're bringing the positive, aren't you? Yeah. Talking about your... I don't know. Fake. There was a financial crisis. There was redundancy. They're all positive things. A man though. got battered. The your hearing aid nearly got stolen. Yeah, but they're not right? negative enough. No. Like, well, this is. I'm sorry. We'll invite you to, to get well, this is off Yeah, chest, this then. is what it comes at a good time, your question. If you come into the podcast because Ishan's on, essentially we've called it spread negativity because usually when we have a different guest, they're really moany. Shout out Phil Ellis. And, no, uh, su- surprise, surprise. Yeah, yeah. And we're basically there's just so much love and positivity in the world and it's a piss take of that. We're going to find the negative and make it funny. It's not been that negative as you astutely yeah, it hasn't pointed been at all. out. There's a section at the end called, called Off Your Chest and we, we just invite the guest to get something off the chest. So Ishan, do you have anything that's upset I do actually. <laughs> Where I live, uh, I have a driveway because I'm doing well. Yeah. <laughs> and the next door neighbours, they don't because they're Oh, dickheads. I know where this is going. And they've got... Oh, no. There's two... There's a bay for two cars, right? Yeah. What the missus does is she parks her car in the middle of the two bays so that no one else can park either side, waits for her husband to come back, Moves it over. And then moves so that someone else can park. Die in, in our house, fire. there's three of us. We've got four cars, because I'm doing well. <laughs> and it gets very frustrating that I can't park the car 
she should die in a fire. Isn't that annoying? It's it. horrendous. It's yeah. such a horrible thing to be doing. I've got, I've got issues. You don't sound like... Th- the reason this hasn't been that negative, though, is because <laughs> even you said that with like a... Uh, oh, I just find it really frustrating, but I just... I just try oh, to no, no, this thing me. is... Like, you don't, you don't seem the, all that angry about it. No, Usually, like, we asked Touchy what he used to get off his chest, and he was like, fucking right. <laughs> yeah. No, because the thing is, is instead of getting angry... I get even. Car. You get even. So go on, what you do? Um, so that is lying in the middle of their bed. <laughs> so she really likes her front garden. And uh, one night I got some chemicals. No. I just poured it into the front garden. Biological warfare. Yeah. And they were, they were Very died. Muslim of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put my hand over my face. <laughs> um, so I'll try and get even. But yeah, I it is really, really really fucking annoying that she does that yeah, yeah that's I, I hate it yeah when you see it in, like, in car parks or I have a Range Rover and I'm worried that you'll hit your door off it so I'm going to park across three bays like kill yourself alright Adam <laughs> is that what he does <laughs> see I hate that now that was, I'm never going to look at him the same yeah, again yeah he's such a prick you, you come at everything with a very level head it's I'm I mean, quite a level-headed bloke to be fair yeah, yeah even when the you guy were fret, who like fucking fella, killed you, outside of no no but even in the car you were like Please don't come here, mate. You know, you try yeah, to yeah. sort it out reasonably. Yeah, before, I just don't. Yeah. Tr- I try not to get into conflicts, but I often find myself in conflict, and I deal with it just by being better <laughs> by using chemicals. <laughs> one thing that does annoy me is I never ever get a gate one at the airport. It's always like gate ninety nine. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, so yeah. I have pretended to be more disabled than I am just to get a lift. <laughs> and then in they look way? at you like fucking so out. In what way? What did you do? Huh? What did you? How did you? Well, well, when because I only know the gate once they announce it. And if it's too far, I just faint. <laughs> nice. No, you don't. Stop it. You do not just. I've done it three times. I'm like, what's going on? I said, oh, I think my ear. I put my hearing aid out, and I'm like, oh, my ears just I just feel a bit like dizzy and vertigo. And then I sit on the back of the. Excellent. So you're using the truth to tell a lie. You know, you're not making up some. I've done it three up. times. The perfect way to do it. I can't. I can't wait to potentially gig abroad with you. That'll be great. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just so me with bags and you're just out on the back of the car. <laughs> ten. If the gate is more than ten, I'm getting a fucking. <laughs> you're getting lightheaded. Trolley thing, whatever it's called. That is insane. I don't believe you. A wheelchair. Yeah. I really don't believe you. So huh? you said a trolley. Are you thing? with other people at this point? Yeah. And what do they do? Do they go? They just the walk. <laughs> Fuck I'll meet you there. I'll meet you in Cape Verde. Nice <laughs> yeah, one. A bit. Um, and then I kind of I keep the app going for as long as I can. I'm like, oh, can I just get a seat? And they get me a seat next to the thing. And then they get me onto the plane with all the families and disabled. How do you, how do you faint? Families and disabled. Because I feel like it's quite hard to just fall, isn't it? No, I just I just fall. I find a safe space. Just fall. Like the fucking like Johnny Knoxville can throw himself downstairs and not yeah. get hit. He knows yeah. the way to fall. I always make sure that I land so this. that I land like my head hits my arm. So <laughs> I always like I'm always like that. Do you throw in a little twitch? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit depends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine the fear when they see an Asian man in an airport just fall to the floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I like kind of, and then they, they come and like shake me, shake me, and I'm like, oh, what? what, what? <laughs> It works every time. Yeah. You're an don't absolute lunatic. I don't know how to feel about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Anyway, thanks for coming on. I really, We really appreciate it. Have you got anything you want to plug? Just go on my website. Got loads of fun gigs coming up. I'll be on tour with Tez Ilias and Dan Nightingale this year. 
Uh, so come and check me out there and loads of fun projects and stuff coming up are you sewing yourself hopefully spring next year yeah March March onwards so sick uh, keep an eye out for that yeah well that'll be on the website yeah yeah all on the website eshanakla.com sick okay good stuff give us three things that you hate three (laughs) things I hate fans of Liverpool Football Club (laughs) Liverpool Football Club (laughs) (laughs) and Adam Rowe and Adam Rowe I think Oh, I hate people who don't use cutlery properly. Oh, you it hate dry me. genuinely. I've broken up with people because of it. 